Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at modern wide area network connectivity. We'll be discussing our modern wide area networks, modern wide area network connectivity options, Ethernet WANs, and then finally, we're going to look at multi protocol label switching. This episode is part of my series on enterprise networking, security, and automation. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Traditional WAN connectivity options have rapidly declined in use because they are no longer available, they are too expensive, or have limited bandwidth. What we see here is a lot of the current solutions for your WAN connect or WAN connectivity options. We have fiber optics, we have a telephone line using DSL, we have coax cable, which is typically your cable provider. We have cellular, wireless, and now satellite is actually becoming a, a pretty viable option for our WAN connectivity. New connectivities are always emerging for how we connect into our WANs. We can kind of break them up into three broad-based categories. One is the dedicated broadband, one is the packet switch networks, and then now the newest emerging one here is internet-based broadband. For our dedicated broadband connections, especially in corporate America, we see dark fiber being used. And what we're talking about is dark fiber is fiber that's already been installed but is not currently being used. When companies install fiber, they have to go through the process of getting permission across public right-of-ways. They have to go through and make sure all the landowners agree and that they have permission to cross their lands and um, dig it up and when they can have access. And then the biggest cost of installing fiber optics isn't the material itself, isn't the equipment, it's the manual labor. And it's so much so that a lot of companies go through when they install fiber and they say, okay, we need a hundred lines of fiber right now. They're thinking ahead that it's cheaper in the long run that instead of burying that hundred lines of fiber, they're going to bury 500 lines of fiber and only use a hundred and they're not going to use the other hundred. That's the dark fiber, the fiber that's buried, that's installed, but they're not using it. Now fiber, it can be installed independently by different organizations. A lot of times you'll see along roads that companies are building or installing these fibers. It typically comes in, or they bury a orange tubing, about four inches in diameter. Once they bury it, then they pull the fiber through that. And what this is, is these are long data runs alongside of freeways. And this dark fiber, you can go out, you can lease from these companies and they will give you a connection, whether that connection is between two of your buildings in different cities, whether it's a connection to a high speed internet hub where you can get some high speed internet. And if your company's big enough, you may want to look into that. Then we have our packet switch networks. So when we say pack, they're switched up here, we're talking about packet switch networks. 
And the two technologies we're looking at is the Ethernet WAN, or a lot of people call it Metro Ethernet. And then we have the MPLSF, or MPLS. And the new kit on the block is our internet-based ones. And now a lot of organizations are starting to use this because these, these internet-based ones, they have the security, they have the speed. They're more economical than the other methods that are out there. If you're liking this episode on modern wide area network connectivity and you're getting value out of it and depending upon which platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, subscribe to my channel, leave a comment. Doing this supports the channel, which in turn helps me bring you more great content. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. Many service providers now offer an Ethernet WAN service, and this is using fiber optic cable for your WAN network. What you do is you connect into their network, and then their network takes care of delivering data to wherever you have them set up going. Now, once again, for the most part, you're not concerned with what happens in this cloud. As long as you make the connection in one side, your data comes out the other side. It's all you're concerned with. How it gets there, as long as it meets that service level agreement, you're fine. Now, Ethernet WANs, they can go by several different names. One is Metro E, or the Metro Metropolitan Ethernet. So Metro E would be one name. Another name here is E-O-M-P-L-S, or Ethernet over MPLS. And the other one is Virtual Private LAN Service. These are all Ethernet WANs. They operate, for the most part, the same, especially from the customer point of view. You plug in one side, you plug in the other side, data makes it. Now, how it actually gets across the network, the technologies vary a little bit in the cloud between those three technologies, but we see that these are becoming more and more popular. Now, why are they becoming more popular? Well, they have several benefits. They they're, they have a reduced cost. Now, where does this reduced cost come in? Well, the reduced cost comes in on um, expenses. You don't have to buy all these devices in the network and administration. You are not responsible for maintaining what happens in the cloud. You just connect into the edge there and it's done. It's easy integration. Easy integration is another reason why we see this growing growing a lot. Because all you have to do is plug a cable into that ethernet WAN device and you're done. Maybe you have to do a little configuration on your end, but once again, you don't, you're not concerned with what's happening on the inside of the cloud. I mean, you might because you're curious, so you might talk with your service provider, find out how they're doing it, making sure that it's secure, making sure how they're gonna enforce the service level agreements, but you plug in one, one spot, data comes out the other spot. And so less, um, less integration there. And then the last one, is they they always throw this in because it's um faster speeds better dedication a lot of times you have more uptime but enhanced productivity because you have the higher speeds your workers can work better you're making more money 
and this is where we see a lot of our WAN connections going in is towards the WAN. Now, this Ethernet WAN, this is replacing a lot of the traditional point-to-point -point connections. Point-to-point. -point. They're replacing frame relay. Frame relay is definitely on the way out. If I came into the company and I saw they were using frame relay, I'd be looking at one of these Ethernet WAN solutions. Cheaper, easier to maintain, and, and also ATM. It's definitely replacing ATM. You get higher speeds at much less cost. So these are definitely on the way out. MPLS, multi protocol label switching, is definitely one of the newer kids on the block, but it's gaining a lot in popularity. Now, what MPLS does, it's, it's a high performance service provider WAN technology, but it interconnects your clients without regards to the access method or payload. We don't care how you're accessing it. We don't care what your payload is, but we're gonna give you these high speeds across the network. And so that gives you tremendous flexibility as the administrator of your network. And a lot of times you don't have to make a lot of changes on your network to change over to these MPLS. MPLS, once again, gives you a much higher speed at a much lower cost, typically with better reliability. Now, it can support a variety of, of access methods. Ethernet, DSL, cable, frame relay, these are all supported by this multi-protocol label switching. MPLS, it can encapsulate all types of protocols, including IP version four and IP version six. So now you don't care what your MPLS cloud runs, you can just have your network connect to it and it'll transfer that data through there. An MPLS router can be a customer edge router. And so it could be right here it could be this device right there. It could be a provider edge router. So a router here. So it could be a router on the edge of your network. It could be a router on the edge of your provider network, or it could be an internal provider. And so that would be on the in, inside of the cloud. Now these MPLS routers are labeled switch routers, LSRs. And what they do is they attach label to packets that are then used by other MPLS routers to forward traffic. And so it's a special type of router, or actually I shouldn't say special type. It's a protocol you need to make sure that your router supports, that you enable, but it will put this label on these packets. And then when these packets are sent by, are seen by other MPLS routers, they will process them and getting there. Now MPLS, it can provide services for quality of service, QoS, prioritizing traffic, prioritizing your real-time traffic, voice and video conferencing over web pages and email. It can do traffic engineering. It can say, okay, looking at how traffic is flowing, let's handle it this way. MPLS can also provide redundancy. It provides the services for the redundancy so you don't have to run another protocol. And plus MPLS, can also be used for VPN. So it's a really functional um, protocol that we're starting to see gain a lot more pro or a lot more popularity because of the flexibility. The um, 
types of client access methods being supported, what it can do, QoS, traffic engineering, redundancy, voice, um, sorry, VPNs. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on modern wide area network technologies. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, and of course, depending upon what platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All of my socials and contact information are on my website, captechify.com. And you can get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on enterprise networking, security, and automation. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on enterprise networking, security, and automation. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.